quarantine, you know the vibes. Zoom. What's good? It's your boy YB and I'm here, and I'm on Quarantine Questions episode 20. Let's get it. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul. Yo, what's good, y'all? We got YB and Amir in the building, virtually, of course. This is a man that needs no introduction. Changing the game with hits like Rubbing Off the Paint, which has almost 200 million views on YouTube right now. Also, the Cole Bennett directed Bounce Out With That, which has over 150 million views. Putting the spotlight on the YBN crew with follow-up success by YBN Almighty J and YBN Corday. He's with us right now on Quarantine Questions on Rap TV. I'm your host, Pro the Goat. What's good, bro? How's it going, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. Crazy, crazy times we're in right now, man. Like, we really got to have a heart to heart about this entire situation, man. Like, what's your what's your take on the whole, you know, the whole George Floyd protest going on? Man, it's it's fucked up because it, it happens every single day. It's not just the first time it's happening. Like, it's this one of them situations where um, I'm not glad it happened, but I'm glad people are starting to pay attention more and starting to stand up for it because it happens every day. Like, it's hella black people brown people everybody colored like you know that's getting mm-hmm. fucked up by police and and getting judged off of racism and it's hella racism in the world so you know it's it's always been fucked up in my head and i really couldn't speak on it because i don't always have the plan on like mm-hmm. everything and i always just go with the flow but like now it's time for everybody with a voice to speak up and now i feel like i can speak up too like this was the situation that brought everybody out of their comfort zone to where they feel like all right, let me put my part in. Let's help out. Let's, you feel me? Let's make a change now. Facts. And then, like, we've had protests before, you know, like Trayvon Martin. We've had Sandra Bland case. Like, what what do you think is a little bit different this time around with George Floyd? Like, how you feel it's different? I think our generation. I think it's just our generation. Like, when Trayvon Martin and them, like, they was doing the, the, the marches and everything, it was... It was big, but it wasn't like our generation. Our generation, any generation that it happens in is going to make it bigger than what it really is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, go, it's really big right now. Like our generation, I don't know, it's, it's different too. Because like we have so many people that's not just in it for Black Lives Matter, but they're in it because they've been inside because of quarantine. Everybody's been bored. So it's like the whole world is just in tune with it right now. Even if people aren't in it just because they... You feel me? Feel like stuff shouldn't change. They're still making a point. Like, all right, Black Lives Matter, even though they don't even feel like it. They're still trying to act like it. Facts. And yeah. And then it's funny, too, because I mean, well, it's not funny, but I also saw um, YBN Almighty J out there protesting. Did you go out there with them or? No, fuck no. Are you not? Are you not going to go out protesting? I went, I went protesting. I think he went in Houston. I don't know if he was out here. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go by myself. Okay, facts. And like so, and so, okay, so you would go out protesting with like other people and stuff. You already went, I went the first day. Oh, okay, bad, bad. And then, um, also, I would like to know your opinion on this. Like, what do you think is the solution here? Like, how do you think this can actually change? Like, in your opinion? Uh, you mean police brutality and all that yeah. stuff? Like, black yeah. and black crime? I mean, I mean, blue and black crime? Like, um, I mean, I really don't know because I don't have the plan. Like, it's a lot of mm. people that's really in tune with everything and really have a plan for it. I don't want to say the wrong thing and lead people in the wrong way because I don't have a plan. But mm-hmm. I feel like everybody should just come together. Like, fool, like, if, if I see it as, okay, 
I had enemies before. I didn't, I didn't have people that didn't really kill people around me, and I don't mm-hmm. have no type of feelings towards them whatsoever, no more. Mm-hmm. So, so I see it as like white on black and black on white. It just need to stop. Like, fool, every, mm-hmm. black on black, white on white. It just need to stop. Yeah, Everybody yeah. just need to come together and shit. If you want to do some turn shit, do it for entertainment. Do it for entertainment purposes, not in real life. It's a lot of real life shit going on that's fucked up. That's not being speak. I mean, spoke about it too. So it's like. You never know what's real and what's fake now, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of real shit going on in the world that's fucked up. Facts. And and didn't you just have a homie get out of jail recently too? Did he beat the case? Uh, yeah, he did. But man, that's what's up. That's what's up. And switching gears a little bit, like congratulations on Two Seater and Rock the Party, bro. Two Seater's like over five million views. Like that's crazy. Yeah, sir. Two Seater's going crazy right now. Now, like I didn't expect it to go. I didn't expect it. I expected it to, to go up, but I didn't expect it to go up this quick. It's going up like yeah. how my numbers usually do. Like it's one of the type of songs. Facts, facts. And then how'd you link up with uh, G Easy and Offset for that? Uh, I linked up with G. I already knew G. Like that was been my homeboy since I first came in the game for real. Like he always took me under his wing, like a little brother. I went on tour with him and everything, so it wasn't really hard for me to get G on the song. Um, for Offset, I was just talking to Berg. I was talking to Hitmaker, and we was just like, "Who would sound good on this?" And um. We was just like, fuck, we got to put Amigo on here. And we was just both like Offset. <laughs> Facts. We got Offset on there. Stuff and went Facts. crazy on it. Facts. And you also said that when it reaches 5 million, you'll drop Black Jeans, right? So where's Black Jeans at? Man, I'm waiting. I, I got, I'm in this little thing. I, I want to drop my album too. Like, I want to drop Black Jeans, but I want a certain date for it. Like, I want to set it up so smooth. Like, I'm going to drop it like mm-hmm. this month. Like, it's going to be out this month. So it's going to just come out in a smooth type of way, leading into the album type shit. And people just going to be like, damn, he did it cold. Like, Facts. I just got to come out with it. I already got the plan for it. I already got the plan for it. I just don't want to expose everything. Okay. Give know? us a little bit. Give us a little something. Like, just one piece of it. The video is already done. Like, okay. it's just like, Black Jeans is really like the stuff that I've been going through since I was younger. The stuff I was going through while I was famous. Like, you feel me? It's not everything, but, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people can relate to the same stuff that I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really never, like, a lot of people, okay, look, for example, people around me then did stuff and got, you know, it and put dirt mm-hmm. on their name or something, you know what I'm saying? But I always kept me as me. I always mm-hmm. stood as me. Like, you feel me? I never tried to be like anybody else. I never tried to come off with the negative energy and all that stuff, like, type of stuff, but... For this song, I just really wanted to, I really wanted to give people the other side of me, like everything, like not everything, but everything, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a quick type of way. So you feel like this song's a little bit more like letting people into your life and like more personal? Yeah, because I usually just drop songs mm-hmm. to drop songs. Like my first, like really when I first came out, I had this song called Letter to Valley and that's one of the heart songs that I had, like you mm-hmm. feel me, where I'm really speaking about life experiences and shit to where people could relate to because I lost like my best friend. And they understood that. So, like, this one of them type of songs, it's not really about my best friend and all that type of stuff. But it's, it's like, you can really feel it. It's stuff going on. It's really my life. Okay. So, so do you think it'll be the next month? In three months? Are we looking for four months? Like, we're going to be this month. Okay. That's this month for sure. No doubt. And, and then also, since it is, you know, it is quarantine questions, you know, we got to ask you, like, what have you been doing during the whole lockdown situation, man? We've been in the house. Man, shit. I ain't going to lie. I've been... Uh. I've been so fucking bored, bro. <laughs> bored in the house? You was in the house bored? Bro, I'm like, 
I don't know. I'm I'm starting to not even feel like myself no more. I just feel weird. Like I feel really trapped, bro. Like I understand why people are really turning up with this shit. Like really outside. Like right yeah, now, yeah. niggas been bored. Fool, everybody been bored. Fuck that shit. We outside with it. Like yeah. I feel that part. But shit. Yeah. You got a studio in the house? You been Hell recording yeah. and stuff? Okay. I got songs, bro. I record like damn near every day. I'm so fucking tired of recording now. Bet, bet. And um, and shit, man. Let's take it back one time. Like you were raised in Alabama, right? Yep, Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, bet. Um, can you talk about a little bit about your neighborhood? Like, how do you think it shaped you growing up? Like, so for people that have never been there, might not know what it's like. Uh, my Birmingham, like my little Birmingham experience, like it really wasn't that bad. Like how a bunch of people make it seem, and how a bunch of rappers coming up from there, like you know, because they be going through the struggle. Like I, I didn't been through the struggle. I didn't had my water off, my power off everything mm. off but I always had my family around me that cared for me a lot of people don't have families and moms that care like mm. you know me my mom was always there she did everything for me she did her best that she can to you know always make everything good so you feel me I was raised up in a good house like my house was big too like everybody want to come to my house because my mom showed that type of love that they mom didn't show the hospitality so yeah like it, I really have a family house to this day I still got a family house my mom stayed with me so it's like uh it really wasn't as hard as it as it was it was hard mm. but it wasn't that hard to where we couldn't push through it yeah. and get out of where we was in mm, facts facts and then even growing up in school and stuff you had a group called the misfits back in the day with dj yb and fresh right it was like an r&b little r&b group yeah how did, that, how did that come about bro it was like okay so look it was um like 2010 2011 so um it was my boy fresh birthday his name vincent shit so so it was, he was like, all right, pull up to my house. I'm like, all right, we finna pull up over there. I don't know how to get there, but what will my mom take me over there and everything? It's the first time I ever go to his house and shit. Play football with him, baseball with him my whole life since I was like four. But you know how you got one of them friends. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. Fuck it. So what will linked up with him? I stayed over at his house like two hours, three hours, went home. The next day, his mom called my mom like, uh, Nicholas, he, he a cute little boy. Y'all need to do something with him. Like, uh, me. Fresh and um, this other little boy, we finna start this little group or some shit. And we want Nicholas to be in it, so it was like, all right, Nick, what you want to do? You going because he owned a club and everything. His mom mm. always had money. She owned a club. Mm. She had the Porsche trucks, Mustangs, everything. So I was like, hell yeah, let's get some money or something, mama. So I went over there. We had this little group. We started making songs like little kids shit. She was writing them for us, and right. it just it took off, bro. Like I didn't expect it to take off. I was on a like a. It was like a mindless behavior of the down south. Facts, facts. And then you had the ponytail, right? Yeah, I had the ponytail and everything. Everybody was trying to call me Rock Royal. I'm like, no, I'm Nick. Man, y'all had the little girls going crazy then back in school, huh? Bro, swear to God, man, what? And it was, what? We was, we was the most famous people in Alabama at the time, bro. Especially being young. And we had to stop the bullying little thing. To stop the bullying. Oh, thing. yeah. Like, helping out the schools and stuff. Yeah, we was going crazy. Everybody knew us. We was on the news and everything. Facts, man. Facts. And then fast forward, shit. Fast forward to the Xbox days. I know you and Glizzy came up with the YBN name. But what other names did you consider before that one? Uh, To be honest, we didn't have any other names. It was just like we had a gang with like a clan on a game. So you mm -hmm. feel me? We had TCHD, and that was called the Chamberlain Hill Disciples. Like okay. it was like a little block on the game on GTA 5. So we had our little click on that. And it was like, fuck it, we got to make some real life shit. And then uh, we was just like, YBN. And that was the first name because we wanted to be our own bosses. Like, right. I swear, to, I, I broke a promise there. Like, this is the first time I ever, uh, like, you feel me? This is the first time I ever broke 
broke a promise to God. I swear to God, like one day I was like, nigga Glizzy, like put it on God, nigga. We not never gonna work for another man. And then it just happened like God was like, nah, you shouldn't have put that on God because we're gonna make you work a little bit. So fool, I was just like, damn, I'm gonna go ahead and get a job because when you can you pay no bills or nothing. So I was just like, damn, you please forgive me, Lord. And shit like that. But at the end of the day, I was working at Journeys for two months and then I dropped my song and it blew up. Damn, that's crazy and shit. I'm trying to hear a y, a YBN Glizzy song. Y'all ever record anything together? Like, man, Glizzy got shit. He got that shit. Glizzy's a turd nigga. I can't wait to Glizzy drop his music. When y'all planning to do that? I don't know, bro. So much shit going on. You already like it's yeah, already yeah, yeah. it's already Jay Cornet. You know, it's a lot going on, and everybody dealing with trying to get their albums out, the music getting everywhere, and especially with the shit going on right now. Yeah. I was we was planning on dropping Glizzy this summer, but. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to play out right now. Because I'll be like, I, I know Glizzy be in the background, like, put me in, coach. I'm, I'm ready. Put me in. Like, what's up? Like, he got it, bro. He don't need no help or nothing. Glizz got it. And I also heard that you never even met Almighty J or Corday in person until Rubbing Off the Paint went viral, right? Did y'all meet the same day or? Yeah. Um, no, I went like this. I dropped Rubbing Off the Paint. I was still working and shit. So I, um... I stopped working like a week after I dropped the song. And then Jay had called me. He was like, nigga, you going up right now? You going up right now? I was like, hell yeah, bro. I ain't talked to Jay in like a year, like before he had just called me. I was like, mm -hmm. shit. Like, I'm just automatically ideas coming to my head. Like, I'm like, bro, you still making music and all that shit? And woo -woo. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, we got, I got to bring you out here with me. Like, we got to do something, bro. Like, I just can't be in this shit by myself. I'm nervous, nigga. Like, fuck, mm -hmm. we got to go up. <laughs> So, nigga, he took the, bro, he hopped on the highway with his uh, his homeboys, and he was like, fuck it, nigga, I'm driving from Texas to Alabama. They finna send me to the military anyways. Because he had signed up for the military, and he was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm going to Alabama with Namir. Came out here with me. Nigga, swear to God, like, the first three days, we just like, bro, we going up. This how it's supposed to be. Then Glizzy came out there the same day he came out there. He took a train. So yes. it's like everything was leading together. I had met my best friends in real life that yes. I had knew damn near my whole life on the game. Then I dropped my fucking song. It's just like everything came together, and that's how we really blew up. And then when did Corday come down, or did he? Corday was, we already knew Corday since, like, 2017, but, okay. um, like, the beginning of 2017. But mm -hmm. we already knew of him because of his brother Simba. But, um, like, I met Corday at Rolling Loud 2017, like, in December. And that's okay. when I was like, all right, bro, like, I, f I already fuck with you. Like, we already been texting this shit. Like, you my homeboy, so fuck it, nigga. Like, I know you really in this shit. I know you have talent. You not just trying to fuck with us just to fuck with us. I was mm -hmm. like, Corday, fuck all that other shit you doing. Change your name to YBN right now. <laughs> then I introduced him to everybody, and it was like, love from there. That's my yeah, brother. I saw, I saw this little video of him when he was, like, 12 or something, rapping, like, in the black and white video. Like, bars, like, already at the age of 12. Went crazy, bro. That's been all of us, fool. Like, but he... He be on some J. Cole shit. Like, he be rhyming. Like, for he, I don't know. He's a, he's a, he, he's smart as fuck. Like, he book smart. Like, there's a lot of people that can be street smart, mm. smart at a lot of shit, but he's one of those types that's going to read. He's going to pay attention to everything, not get involved in bullshit. And he's going, you feel me, do what he's supposed to do. Did he ever rap like verses to you over the game while y'all playing? Or you rap any verses to him? Like, that became a song? Uh, not Corday. I mean, okay. the first time I'm like, we, we were staying together, like in an Airbnb and shit, he mm -hmm. was rapping in. He was doing the freestyles and shit. And I was like, all right, bro, fuck it. I'm finna make this freestyle. Like, I'm finna go ahead and record it. And then the same day, I want you to drop a freestyle. And he didn't even have a name, YB and Corday. He dropped the freestyle and I uploaded it on my page. 
It got like 300,000 views. Which one was that? A couple hours. Uh, I forgot which one it was. He was wearing like a burgundy shirt, like a burgundy sweater. And okay. um, it was like right before my name is and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff, like okay. around the summertime, like before Kung Fu and everything, before he was Robbie and Cordette. Yeah, facts, facts. And then I know, I'm, I feel like every rapper had a time in their lives when they would just go on YouTube and download the this type beat. <laughs> was rubbing off the paint like a YouTube beat? Yep, hell yeah. Of course What's I type? still look up YouTube beats. Well, not, not right now. I think it was I think the rubbing off the paint I mean rubbing off the paint I say rubbing off the paint. Rubbing off the paint beat was a uh a fucking Pierre Bourne or a Playboy Cardi type beat. Like I'm not sure. But it was around that like type of vibe or a D Savage or somebody like around that. Facts, man. That I mean, that gives a lot of inspiration to the kids out there, like jumping on YouTube looking for uh, YB in the mirror type beat. You know what I mean? So they could rap. Yeah, bro. You got to be in tune with everything. I was no, I was listening to so many artists that's just blowing up now, like, and everybody starting to know about them. Like Fredo Bang. I was listening to Fredo Bang before he went to jail. Like when G Money and Autumn was alive. Like I'd be listening to people like that and this, this, to see him blow up and this mm-hmm. and and go crazy like how he is now. It's just like, damn. Like, right. that shit is wow. Like, the world is so small. Like, God really be blessing people. Like, it's just yeah. crazy. It's it crazy. Yeah, and then and then obviously, you know, people try to talk about the video game stuff like GTA and act like you've never been around guns and stuff. But you got, but like, when you first got your gun, you were 11 or 12 years old, right? The first one you got? Yeah, the first gun I got, I was like 11 or 12. And then my dad had gave it to me. It was like a little revolver, like, like a little... It was like a fucked up 357, like a little fucked mm-hmm. up 380 or some shit. Not 380, but like, I don't know. That bitch was like a little revolver cowboy gun. That bitch was so fucked mm-hmm. up. But it was just like to protect the house. Cause I, I used to stay home by myself sometimes too. But yeah, I ain't even right. tell nobody. My mom knew about it, but anybody else even know about that shit. Facts. And I actually think this is a really interesting story that a lot of people don't know about. But this must have been one of the craziest days in your life growing up, right? But talk about the first time that you got shot at and when you were with your stepdad in the Green Ford Explorer going to the west side of Birmingham, Alabama. Ensley, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, look, I was with my stepdad. Uh, Cause he was, he had this, uh, God was so damn, it was my cousin too. Like I call him my cousin, but it was damn near like my uncle. His name was Bird and shit. He passed away like a couple years ago. But it was me, him, and my uh cousin Bird. We just in the car with a whoop. So this nigga, um, Bird, he fighting with a nigga on the roof or some shit. I forgot what the fuck happened. It was so long ago. I'm like, this when I first met my stepdad. First time hanging out with this nigga type shit. Like, I don't even go to the west side of Birmingham. I'm from the east side. This is like an hour away. So they fighting on the roof, like not the roof, but the hood of the car and shit. Next thing you know, a nigga come from down the street. Nigga, I'm dug down the car. Nigga telling me, nigga, park the car down the street. Park the car down the street. Not telling me, but tell Bert, I'm Bert, park the car down the street. The police finna come. I'm like, nigga, let's go. Fuck that, nigga. I'm in the backseat crying and shit. Then we just got up out of here. And I just went home. I ain't fuck with that nigga for a minute. Shit, man. And then that very same night, your stepdad's cousin, William, shot him in the backyard, right? Oh, hell yeah. The same night. I swear to God, this what happened, fool. I forgot. No, hold up. Was it the same night? It wasn't the same night with William Hunt. No, it was like, it was like two, three nights later. Cause my mom okay. had work. That night when I was, the day I was with my dad, my mom she had busted her lip, right? But the day that my dad got shot, what happened? She, she busted, busted her, her lip, lip, right? Going, going to the, the same business hospital. Yeah, she, she busted her lip to the hospital and shit. Like, fool. So you feel me? Woo-to-woo. My stepdad, um, 
was arguing with my uncle and shit. They was just drunk and shit. Like, they friends now and all that type of stuff. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I could never be cool with nobody that popped me. So, we, we, they, you feel me, do their thing? Cousins pop my stepdad. I'm just like, whoa, I jump on my sleep. I'm like, what the fuck? I think it's a firework. I see Cud running side. He holding his chest and shit. He like, I got cut. I got cut. I'm like, this nigga. Like, and, uh, he just had a bunch of towels and ice around him and shit. They just drove him to the hospital. And then my mom got the call because she worked at St. Vincent at the time. Mm. She was she wasn't even supposed to be going from work. She was on like a little break, and mm. she with the McDonald's and shit. And uh, she was rushing back to work, and they was calling her raw. She was rushing back to work to get in, like so she won't get caught for being um, out of her job. And it was mm. like your husband just got shot, and she crashed. I mean, the uh, what you call it? The girl that was driving crashed the car, like trying to get back to the job. Yeah. And she had to get surgery on her mouth too. While my dad was shot and shit. That's crazy. Crazy ass night. Damn. Yeah, shit, God, man. Why does it happen in like three days? That's in, that's in, that's insane, bro. And then was there any backlash from from you putting the guns in your music videos at first or not? Not from my family, but of course it's always gonna be like that. Like that's why I don't try to put a lot of guns in my videos now or nothing. Mm -hmm. Of course it's gonna be props now, but um, like going back to the Black Lives Matter stuff and all that type of stuff. Like that's why I don't. I, I really don't speak on a lot of stuff. Because people mm -hmm. look at me as hypocritical. People look yeah. at me like a hypocrite because I'm condoning it. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm spreading the word. Hey, grab this blower, shoot this nigga. Mm -hmm. doo -doo -doo -doo. Even though it's for entertainment, it's still I'm talking about it. I'm just forcing it. But it's like it'll never yeah. be that. I'm not trying to promote violence or nothing. But I am. you're speaking on reality at the same time, though. You know, this is just where you come from. It's my reality because I didn't. I didn't been through it. I didn't been through everything that I'm talking about. Damn near, not every single thing, but. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I've been in a situation store. I can relate to the stuff I'm saying. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody not going to feel that part, and people will look at you as a hypocrite because mm -hmm. you can't, everybody going to have their own opinion. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I just, exactly. I'll use my voice as best as I could, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't lead people in the wrong way if I don't have a way. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Facts. And then also, like, like you said, you're kind of speaking on your reality and what really happened around, you know, people you knew around your neighborhood and stuff like that. So what do you think about all like the rap cap stuff like Slim Jesus and Lil Tecca talking about stuff they never really did, like for entertainment purposes only? Like, what do you think? I mean, shit, that's them, fool. Unless you're not, I don't look, I don't never see Lil Tecca acting super duper turned up in real life, like trying to kill somebody mm -hmm. or nothing like it's It's people that bring that energy in real life and they know they're not like that. And they get fucked up quick. You see, like, for example, yeah. Skinny from the Nine, for example, yeah. Lil Cuz, you already know, like, niggas do not be like that. So that energy that they bring, it come with the bullshit. Like, it's just like, mm -hmm, it's, it, it be a bunch of rap cap shit. Everybody gonna rap cap about some mm -hmm. shit. But it's not like, I don't know. I, I don't know. This, this shit is different now. Shit just different now. That's what it is. And then let's let's use Future as an example, right? So so Future talked about the drug stuff because that was his reality. That's what he did. Codeine, sipping lean, stuff like that. And that kind of influenced Juice World. He came out and he was like, yo, I started doing it because Future was rapping about it. And I was like, maybe this shit will help me rap better or something. Like, do you, is that how you look at your stuff now as far as like talking about guns and stuff? You kind of hold back on it a little bit just because there could be a kid out there that could listen to it and could do something. Yeah, bro, I don't even really, to be honest, if I'm rapping about guns, it's about a situation that I haven't been through now. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even, like, all the music that I got, like, that I've been recording, I haven't been able to put out for real. So, once mm -hmm. they hear my new music and be like, oh, shit, you feel me? They probably wouldn't feel that way, like, or yeah. hypocrit hypocritical or some shit, like, you know what I'm saying? But 
don't know, maybe it'll be different when I grow a little bit more and start putting more shit out and, you know, let right. people see the other side of me and not, right. you feel me, hide behind closed doors. But I be put up for so long. I just, I be yeah. in the shit for those. I be in the shit for my fans, people around me, mm-hmm. and like, fool, I gotta pay bills. You feel me? I, yeah. I, I really don't give a fuck. Like, I care, but I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't force the, I don't, I don't overdo them. Like, you know, yeah. I don't yeah. overdo it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm just feel- cordial with it. I'm cool with it. Facts. And I feel like another big thing that helped you blow up was the music videos were dope as hell. Like, nobody has seen the music videos like that. Like, Cole Bennett, for example, doing your bounce out with that. Like, what was it like working with Cole Bennett after seeing his videos? Like, what was that relationship like? Man, that's the... Bruh, Cole did so much shit for so many people. Like, facts. Cole needs so many... Like, I don't know. Cole need a fucking award. Like, a big-ass... Like, I don't know. Somebody need to build this nigga a house or something. Because Cole did so much shit for... So many artists, so many artists coming up, so many artists that's already been in the game. You see the Eminem video he did? Like, what the fuck? Crazy. Like, crazy, yes. Anything at all. Cole is a fucking dog. Like, and working with him, him like, really working with Cole, him, he's a lot, fool. Cause I know he got my back, I got his back, too. It's like, a, yeah. he, and he's not going to work with anybody. It's like, yeah. if he work with you, he really fucks with you. And, and he, he likes, likes your music. You. Like, that's another big thing, right? Yeah, like, hell yeah, he, he likes your music. Facts. And man, honestly, like the whole YBN crew is killing it right now. Just take a look at YBN Corday, right? You got to be proud. Like, it's got to be like a proud moment in your life. Like, he was Grammy nominated for his album, The Lost Boy. Like, did you have a favorite song on there? To be honest, I listen to every single one of Corday's songs before they come out. I like all of Corday unreleased music. He needs to drop some of, like, it's so much stuff I can speak on. Give me one. Give me one song that we need. <laughs> no, I can't tell you at all. I'm not going to say nothing because, okay. like, he, Corday, the type of person, he really, like, he really loves his work. Fact. Like, he really into his music. Like, he really put his all into everything that he do. So, this little music shit, I wouldn't even speak on it for Corday because, like, he the GOAT right now. He got right. it. Like, all his right. unreleased music, I can't wait till they hear his unreleased shit. They think he turned right now. Wait till you hear this nigga unreleased shit. Is he still dropping? Is he still dropping it? Hell yeah. We all dropping. Okay, bet, bet, man. And then y'all y'all obviously from a new generation, right? And like, out of, out of the people in the new generation, I feel like y'all could really rap rap for real. Like, so I got a question. What, what would you consider to be your top five favorite rappers of all time from a lyrical standpoint? Like, being rappers that could rap for real. Top five favorite rappers. I mean, Tupac, of course. I'ma just say Lil Boosie. Okay. Cause I listened to a lot of Lil Boosie when I was younger. I had a lot of Lil Boosie like playing in the car and my dad. So um let's see. All the bone thugs in harmony. Um Facts. like two more. I don't know, I'm gonna pick some like new generation people. It's it's hard, bro. Cause I listen to everybody. Like mm-hmm. you feel me? I'm and I listen to a lot of underground people. Probably I'm not even gonna lie. Listen to who? Yeah, Uzi turn. Uzi don't make the type of music that I'm talking about though. Like, like um, Joe Moses. I don't know if you heard of him, but he gonna okay. go up soon. He's from this area. Um, let's see who else. Like top who number one. 
It's funny that you say Boosie, too, because I talked to Young Blue, and, you know, he's from the South, too, and I talked to Fredo, too, and I was like, do you guys consider, like, Lil Boosie, like, the Tupac of the South? For you guys, that's what he was, like, at that time, you think? Or... Yeah, he was the king of the South. People don't give him the credit, man. Like, nowadays, he'd be funny as shit on social media. They don't know his real music back then. Like, they don't know. I mean, I see it like this. Okay. T.I., the king of the South. Mm-hmm. Lil Boosie the, was the king of the, the bottom. Like, you feel mm-hmm. me? Like, it's the bottom. Like, you feel me? It's the difference from, between the bottom and the South. Like, you feel me? They from a whole different South. Like, you feel me? Alabama nice. is not like they South. Like, you feel me? Mississippi is like, like they South. Facts, facts. And did you guys just be in from the South? Yeah, a lot of Alabama people will listen to T.I., but they'll listen to Boosie, too. But it's like, more of the like you feel me atlanta and ti shit but niggas mm-hmm. always gonna crank boosie it's always gonna be that like they always gonna love boosie more than ti but you yeah. feel me it's always gonna be ti gonna be stand. they already know that facts and then i asked fredo too if they listened to eminem growing up and he was like yeah I was, yeah i was listening to eminem and i just didn't know because in the south it's completely different right don't listen to eminem i mean i don't listen to him no more but i used to always listen to eminem like i had it on my ipod well what was your favorite songs? Did you have any favorite Eminem songs or verses you remember? Cleaning Out My Closet was one of the cold ones. Man, I used to listen to a whole lot of Eminem. I used to love 8 Mile, everything. Yeah, man, it was crazy. It was a crazy time back then. Just to think about, like, just, just you know, nowadays you can blow up off of SoundCloud and Spotify and stuff. Back then it was like, how? Outside of a label, right? Like, it's insane, like, just the time difference. DVDs and shit, like I'm like, damn. <laughs> facts, facts, and um, and shit, Batman. Uh, last but not least, we do play this game with all of our guests called Smash or Dash. But I know you got a girl, so I don't know how you feel about it. <laughs> if you, you still want to play it or not? It's all right, you. So. you ready? I mean, I'm a uh. All right, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you then. Fuck all you. right, all right, let's do it. <laughs> You ready? <laughs> she gonna be like, "Oh, bitch, for real." This is hypothetical, though. This is this is this is hypothetical. This is pretending as if you were single. Yeah, so she can't get mad. All right, it's good. All right, first one on the list is uh, India Love. Nah, cause I used to lie and say she was my sister. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> did? Hell <laughs> okay. yeah, I was younger. I I used to be like, "Shit, my last name Westbrooks and everything." That used to be my Facebook name, Nick Westbrooks. That's hilarious. All right, ne- next we got next we got an OG in the game. We got Mary J. Blige. But I hit Mary J. Yeah. I mean, like you gonna hit anything if you single for real. If this like this, like okay, okay, okay. What about Britney Spears? <laughs> I don't know. I ain't even seen how Britney Spears look in a while. Facts. All right, we'll 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 pass on that one. All right, what about uh, what about Oprah? <laughs> Hell no, fuck that. I ain't even worried about it. She can keep the money. That pussy look dookie. Okay. Facts. Uh, what about Jennifer Lopez? Jennifer Lopez. Um. Yeah, they look cool. Okay. What about uh, Kendall Jenner? Kendall Jenner. She the skinny one? Yeah, she's Kylie's sister. Mm, nah. 
Okay, so you like you like them a little thick, thick. You gotta be a little something, but at least something. See, like a stick. That's the homegirl. Right, that. All, All right, right, last but not least, we got uh, Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, you know, big girls need love too, bro. That's for the homeboy. That's for the homeboy. Oh, he he's with it. He's with it. He's like, like, yeah, I need no. me some Lizzo. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> 13. No, I'm going to have to pass on that one. She's going to crush me. All right, but Well, shit, man. Thanks for playing the game, bro. Like, do you have any updates on your album? What else can you tell us what's coming up? Man, the album was supposed to come out June, but I think I'm going to hold it back to August now for sure. But it's definitely going to come out August because... It's a lot of shit going on. It's, I don't feel like it's the right, right time to drop songs or music, right? And it's going to take the attention off everything that's going on. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right, bro. Um, it really is. That's what a lot of people are just holding off on putting out music and stuff. But what about, like, is your next music video going to be Black Jeans? It might not be till later, but is that what we're waiting on? Or? I, probably, I might give them some before Black Jeans and then just drop Black Jeans a couple days after. Like, I'm thinking about okay. going crazy. Like, it's my, my album about to come out, so fuck it. Like, Bad. So you don't have a date yet for it, right? Nope, but it's going to be in August, or I, I still might do it in June if everything clear up, but I doubt it's going to clear up. So I'm looking at August right now. But it's already cleared, it's already turned in, all that shit. Facts, facts. Is there anything else you want to tell your fans out there? Man, stay safe. I love y'all. Don't get no bullshit if you know you're not like that, because you're not going to be able to... I don't know, is you feel me? Just don't get no bullshit if you know you're not gonna be, you feel me? You're not gonna be ready for the bullshit. Like Thanks. stay at home, Thanks. watch. If you don't have a plan, don't lead people in the wrong way. Turn this shit up, go crazy with the protest. Black Lives Matter. I love y'all. YBN shit, gang, 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 and Thanks. all that. Yeah. And, and um and I actually interviewed YK Osiris like a few days ago. And I asked him who would win in a boxing match. Because you know he's going around boxing everybody. So I asked him about who would win in a boxing match between you and him. You think you could take him in a boxing match? I will beat the shit out of that little boy. <laughs> Naughty Chris. I beat what? Nigga, what? My hands is crushed, so I'm going to fuck cub free every box. I'm not going to put no gloves on. I'm going to whoop cub. Like, straight up, anybody dead. I'm on my mama on Sally Ray. Thanks, anybody. Thanks. Bet. So once again, I'm pro to go with Rap TV, man. This is Quarantine Questions. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button and notification bell to stay up to date. We're dropping interviews all the time. Make sure y'all go get your Rap TV merch at rapart.com. Join our community by texting 908-341-0067. And as always, don't forget to smash that like button. And one last time, let's give it up for YB and Namir, y'all. Man, shout out pro to go, man. He be knowing some shit. Gang shit. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul.